What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the podcast, the dead return once more with Return of the Living Dead Part 2 from 1988. It's time to get radical. Ensure all residences are secure with all doors and windows firmly locked and barricaded. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Not people. Brains. They're us. We're them. They're us. Oh my god. You are dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. The pain of being dead. Were you bitten? Were you bitten? Did any of the blood get in your mouth? They have overrun us, you know. We're in the minority now. Something like 400,000 to 1 by my calculation. The father, my father, always say when the earth spit out the dead, they will come back to suck the blood from the living. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. There's another one for the fire. Well, it's another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, and I am joined once more by everyone's favorite brother and mine, David, for another week of the dead. Welcome back, David. And I am your retro brother, David. <laughs> You're the radical to my retro. My pork Aww. to my beans. My yin to my yang. My arm to my hammer. Oh, I would love this. So, okay, well, we're talking about zombies. But you've been fasting, too. So you're doing the complete opposite of, of zombies. <laughs> you've been, brains, brains, been fasting. brains. I find that my brain has been working better if I get up in the morning and not eat until around noon. You know that you, from various times we've spoken that Daddy David here became a little bit of a tubba over the over the pandemic, gained a significant amount of weight. That's the size of a medium-sized child weight. But uh, <laughs> a lot of people did though. A lot and, of people and I'm did. A lot of struggles and not getting it back off. And so I have found that I feel less bloated. I feel more energized if I don't 
eat breakfast and go right to like a, a, a lunch. So that's my thing. So my husband goes to me, I think you should try it an intimate fasting. And, oh, I, intimate? <laughs> and I said to him, what do you think we're doing right now? I'm barely getting it as it is. God. Intermittent my- fasting. So Michael, Mike, Mike called it an intimate fasting. I said, "Yeah, I've been, I've been intimate fasting ever since we had four kids." Well, okay. Oh my god. See, I'm not alone with these things. Tell me that's not something I would have said. No, well, that's that's definitely something that my intimate would say. fasting. People would think. I mean, we, were, David and I, were talking about this. It's like you know, if you told somebody that you didn't start with breakfast especially back in the day oh my god that was that was it that your day was over if you didn't start with a good healthy well that's that's just uh, i i don't know if i'm doing it right i do drink a cup or two i drink my peppermint tea i drink peppermint tea every single day but i also drink an iced coffee with a splash of like a cream in it not like sugared cream but like a half and half or something so i know that actually starts your body metabolism working because it is a fat but i'm still not eating anything else until then and i just feel like it's it's helped the difference. I'm not as bloated. I feel like I may have lost some weight. I'm going with it. It probably saves me on money on <laughs> your intimacy. My, I, my <laughs> you know, it saves me on intimacy bills. <laughs> no, intermittent. So I'm going to try it and see. My sister in law's boyfriend lost a ton of weight doing it. So we'll see. Because it what? It jump starts your metabolism? I don't know what it does, but I can tell you, I don't feel weighted down. I am not eating quite as much and I sleep better. So I'm going with all of those oh, things. Oh, well, damn. That's all things that you wanted. So amen. So my, my radical ones, if you see me in a couple of months and I haven't lost any weight, then we never had this conversation. But if we did... This will be struck in from the record. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to put... Closed for construction on this particular podcast episode, and then we'll go from there. (laughs) It's a struggle. It's a struggle, honestly. I mean, it it is. And it's been hard since the pandemic. I mean, it feels like it's it has been a while now, but really life has changed so drastically that things are never the same. No one's bodies will ever be the same ever again. Especially after after this. deadly experiment. A freak accident. A secret that will be carried to the grave as the horror classic is reborn. Return of the Living Dead Part 2 Jesse will be the first to know. Billy will be the first to go. We've got to get out of here. Get to a phone. Seven of the living. Against an army of the dead. Starved for life. Return of the Living Dead, Part 2. Just when you thought it was safe to be dead. So... The movie, I actually, I'm going to tell you something. I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. And I actually enjoyed it more this time around than I have. And I've seen it 
I can't tell you half a dozen times because I just it's part of that genre that we love. I really enjoyed it. So let's let's talk about it. David, I'm so glad you said that because doing research for this movie, as I do, <laughs> to try to sound like we know what the hell we're talking about in some cases, this movie is heavily criticized. I mean, people really dislike parts three. And then, of course, as we spoke on our first round with Return of the Living Dead, of course, they did the the sci-fi channels four and five. But part two gets a lot of hate. So the original script for this, I found out, was about two thirds plagiarized from the first screenplay of Return of the Living Dead part one. They literally just put part two on it. And I do see that there are beats that match and we'll definitely get into it. There's like story beats that almost mimic, which I thought they were going for on purpose. But then it turned out that the writer director was quoted as saying that he doesn't think that comedy and horror could work together and really didn't like even though he had done a lot of horror movies before and after this th- this this writer he did not even like the horror genre so it's strange how he ended up writing for this but we'll definitely get into different things like that but a lot of cast members expressed that they were disappointed in the lack of enthusiasm towards the project and including Tom Matthews who returned in this movie, he said the best thing about working on this, David, was the craft service. <laughs> so that's that. But <laughs> but I did enjoy it, too. I should preface that with David. I really do like part two. I like it because I haven't laughed and chuckled. Yes, I said chuckled in a long time. And I did when I watched this movie. And there's so much <laughs> I want to say, but... Maybe we should actually tell them the synopsis, although everyone knows it's brain-eating zombies. But go for it. During the zombie outbreak in Louisiana that happened in our first movie, and to me, David, this is not clear based on how the last movie ended. So this is supposed to take place after the original outbreak from the first movie. So it's not really clear as they present it. We have an idea that they're taking these, you know, the toxins away. But one of the barrels gets loose, falls in a river, and the driver doesn't notice it. Thus, the zombie shenanigans happen again. So the military's had to clean this up how many times? Do you not think that you would have gotten a little more than a a bungee cord (laughs) sort of a thing? Like a clamp cord to like actually hold in this dangerous thing that basically could take out the whole world as we know it? They just, didn't they just blow up that state, a matter of fact? I mean, if this is actually the same continuity, which it says it's supposed to be, they just blew up a whole entire area just to contain this. And yet this man is, I believe he's even smoking... Dope. I think it's pot. Yeah, he's, he is. Okay, well, he's smoking so. pot. No, he's smoking pot. I mean, it was a young guy. Like, he had headphones on old. Oh, my God. It's so funny to see those old headphones. Remember <laughs> them with, the, like, the metal thing and the little tiny. It, yeah. So he's listening to headphones. He's passing a joint around. And they literally hit a bump. And the what is it? Trioxin? Trioxin. One, yeah, one barrel happens to fall off. No, three barrels fall off. Oh, is it three? One oh, one rolls into the little little reserve the water thing there, like the creek or whatever. That's there. Two three. Which by total. the way, how did that later on get above into the mountains later on or into that cave area that Well we it was it was like a water it was like a water drain off. Like it's almost like a little tiny thing. I don't know. I can deal with that. I'm not worried about that part portion of it, but you would think that the military knowing how 
I guess I guess they I guess they wouldn't be a movie, but in the scheme of things, it could have been done a different way. Well, definitely, especially like David said, it's being held together with a bungee cord, and it's there's no covering on the back of this truck, and it falls down, and then again, yes, this is how we get our movie. It goes all over the place. So really, I just want to say that, like I said earlier, there are some beats that mimic the original one. Now, if this just happens because they were copying the script like they said the original script but i do like that but how do you take this before we really get into it david do you feel like this is a sequel in the same sense of it's in the same world or is it almost like that dark shadows even as modern american horror story where we have the same cast but they're playing well which just happened they're playing different characters but it's kind of like not connected but it is like how do you take this movie Based on so, the characters returning, uh, I, actors returning. I feel like this stands alone in one sense, but I tell you, they have two of the same main characters are the same actors and characters from a previous movie who ended up dying, uh, yep. being zombie yep. or dying and or dying or both. And you have that similar setup in the sense it's these these characters. There's the older man, the Pathmark man, as I call him. What's the actor's name? Yeah. <laughs> from, also from Poltergeist. He plays what, James Bill? Karen. He plays Ed in this Ed, Ed, okay. So you have Ed, and then you have a young guy who he's working for him, but it's in a different different type of thing. They be, they're actually grave robbers. They're looking to make money off of bodies, like skulls and, and you know, different things. So, but you, in the original, it's in the, it's in the, one of the medical the, supply. Medical yeah, supply, medical supply, but they're, and they use the same things. Like, he's like, you better watch your mouth if you like this job. And there's even at some point in the movie when, when all hell breaks loose, you have them sitting in a car and the guy's like i like i feel like we've done this before you me them i feel so i just got this feeling yeah you no it's it's like we've been here before it's like a dream this whole thing you me them <laughs> And it's and I I thought that was done on purpose. I the, the whole like the whole thing. I felt like it was done purposefully. I guess what people probably don't like about this movie is what I do like about it. I like the fact that it's a comedy. I laughed and a lot. And I I, I mean just Ed alone. James Karen is so funny the way he acts in this movie it's like pitiful and ridiculous that i laughed and rewound a few few times just to hear some of the stupid things i mean i i don't know i don't know how you want to do this because we i guess you know we're supposed to stick to a particular formula we never do i have little little notes about all different parts of the yeah, I mean, just we'll hit the plot is there is a kid is our main character, Jesse Wilson, who's actually has the same last name from the owner of the medical supply building, because when he ends up calling the military, they tell him to also hang on the phone, Mr. Wilson, which is what they said to that gentleman when he called in the original one as well. So again, is it because the writer just reused a lot of things or was it homage? I'm hoping it became a homage. Hey, Mr. Wilson. And the kid does look like Dennis the Menace. He's a blonde. He's a Dennis the Menace. It's Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace. Hey, Mr. Wilson! 
there you go. I gotta say, these kids that were his bully, they picked the best children they could have hired. The one kid, the main bully, was born to play a bully in, in shows. Doesn't his face look like But honestly, this as he's gotten bully. older, he became really acute and attractive. Have the, you seen what, him? the bully kid? Yeah. Have you seen him more re- like more recently? No, I know. Ne- I, I've I, hit I that up. I've hit that up. <laughs> he ain't no bully no more. But it's this these kids, they literally, they lock our main character up, Jesse, in a mausoleum. They are initiating him, quote unquote, into their mm. their group. But it's more like a, a bullying session where he gives them a comic book, which must be a like a collector's comic to kind of make them happy, to appease them. They take him to the cemetery. They, they're about to lock him in. Like, what, lock him up or something? Yeah, they lock him in a mausoleum to yes, die, but, basically. But before that, but before that, they discover the container with the, the human remains. I found, like, Nancy Grace. The human remains. Is that what she does? I don't really watch yeah, her show. Yeah, she does. Now, human remains have been found in a remote cemetery, an overgrown graveyard. The top mom. I remember that from... Yeah, so. and this is the tar man. The tar man. So I remember they find the body. They don't want to. They don't want to call the police. I mean the the military, which is funny because the little kid Jesse. That yeah, our main character. Jesse, the Jesse. blonde, the Jesse is like we need to call them to call the army. This is not a joke at this point. And so they lock him in the mausoleum. Okay, so you get Ed and Joey with his girlfriend going oh. to the. Can we just talk about the girlfriend for one second? I call her bottom basement Tiffany. She is dressed like the Tiffany. I think we're alone now cover i'm sorry and she is the most annoying character in this but, movie but i but i find it funny uh, so i see I, I find it's funny i just think the whole thing is hysterical so they lock him in he's trying to get out he opens up a, a vault which is rotted out he falls through with a dead body that, that was actually oh really my good god i think the set was really good too that is traumatic and that is really like falling by the way so smart to climb up those that vault like those vaults in the wall he's like he's like he says to himself it's okay just a little just a little decayed matter and then the skull tips over because it just falls and he's like ah oh shit he goes oh shit which is funny so yeah they're going for do you get like a lost boys maybe the goonies Goonies, like that idea of these geeky kids that have the knowledge almost again tommy jarvis in Friday the 13th, who was played by Tom Matthews at one point, the older Tommy in one of the sequels, but even Monster Squad. So do you think they were really going for more child-friendly comedy with this one? Because I do say it's less brutal than the original one. The original one could be very serious, as funny as it is. This one is almost more lighthearted. Well, it's a, com- it's a com- it clearly is a, a, is a horror comedy. I mean, it really is. I mean, there's too many things in it that if you know the genre and you and honestly, even the prosthetics and all the stuff they did on the zombies, they were overly dramatically done. Like there was some gross things like gross, but they were so over dramatically done. They didn't even look like real humans that had decayed. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. They were more like rubbery look. Yeah, they, more they like more, a yeah. monstrous monster-esque. 
if you will. What do you think about also having these two characters back in this similar role? I think it is genius in a one way. I loved it. But wouldn't you have liked them to have maybe survived this time around or no, something to maybe switch? That's it. So that's this is their lot. They're, time, they're in a like time a- loop. They're like in a time loop or they're in a paradox. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is a parallel universe and it's happening all at the same time. Well, that is, that's all the rage now, right? Multiverses. So yeah, maybe this is the a, Return maybe- of Living dead maybe we're not alone i think we're alone now it sets up that this kid was in the cemetery he has a sister who's watching him typical 80s sister she's watching 80s workout she is videos. a total bitch excuse me she i wrote that down sister is a bitch does she but did you not love how she tied the doorknob together with oh, that I bungee that, cord I that was that too so so at some point in the movie, she's trying to control her brother because he just had a traumatic experience. So this is after the fact that he sees zombies coming up alive. And she yeah. throws him in his room and she takes a jump rope and ties it from the doorknob to the banister. And I'm like, I put I put total child abuse. <laughs> that would be, if, if someone saw that, that would be like she'd be up on child abuse charge. And I'm not even kidding because obviously my children are adopted. So I know I had to go through all these classes. So yeah. <laughs> What do you think about that? that? Not only that, I thought that was actually genius, though, that that worked. But also the when he lights something on fire to make it look like the room is on fire, that was smart as well. To- so, yeah. So let's let's jump back. So they the, the two bullies accidentally release the gas. That starts the process of going to the cemetery. They both get hit with the gas and become ill. Now, our, I guess you would say our heroine of the story, little blonde boy. He goes yeah. to he goes to find the number on the canister so he can call the military. The zombies start coming alive. The sludge zombie starts coming after him that broke out of the actual trioxin canister. And he, David, was decked out in his COVID best. This kid oh was my God, already. Yes. He, he had was ready gloves. For COVID. He had his hair covered and he had a mask on. And a goggles and everything. He was ready. He was like, I am not going to breathe in this stuff because he knew those kids had breathed in the stuff and they were getting sick. So smart. So, so he's a good And by the way, Tar Man, that was the same actor who played Tar Man in the original one as well. like the makeup as much this time around on his well that's what i that's what i was saying about like the the aspect of it like the prosthetics and the stuff didn't really i didn't it didn't appeal to me at all but i like the movie because of the comedy aspect of it so he goes he he gets locked in he ends up calling the military but at the same time you have or trio you have ed who is hysterical because as soon as the zombies start coming to life in the in the cemetery and they're running away you have the girlfriend what's her name deb no i'm calling her deb Debbie. her name is brenda but she might as well be deb so you have brenda going into the cemetery to find joey and ed she's running around zombies are coming she punches the zombie in the face and like like green goo comes out so it's totally it looks like like toxic avengers ridiculousness so yes 
We gotta get Brenda, man. She's all. Brenda, what about me? You selfish jerk. Oh, I am, I am, oh Lord. Forgive me. They're dead. I thought you were finished with them. I got a feeling he's not listening right now. We gotta, we gotta handle this thing. Whatever it is. But first, we gotta get Brenda. Come on. No, not that. The road. Yeah, this one. Go. You like her gumption, though, that she went right for the punch. I will give her that. She goes right for the punch then, and then later on rips a jaw off a zombie. So I will give her, she ain't one to just stop and, and you know, let someone do something to her. So that will, I'll give her to that. So you have this thing where Ed and Joey come out of the mausoleum where they're trying to harvest body parts and get steel jewelry off of dead bodies. And Ed immediately starts freaking out. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's like, he says, he, he kneels down and says something to the effect of, God, they're dead. I thought you were finished with them. <laughs> that was so funny. And then, <laughs> then you have this, which I only could describe as a Scooby-Doo running around back and forth, passing each other as you're running away from zombies. This whole and he group. Spins. David, he, he spins, spins he's, with the bag. He spins the bag that he has the in the the, the head of the woman he's going to sell this like yep. skeleton to the highest bidder or whatever, swinging it around like he's going to knock all the zombies over. So you have this Scooby Doo running around, and then you have them running, <laughs> not going back to the van, which would have been smart since she has the keys and everything. You have them running into the nearest community near the near the, the graveyard, yes. which happens to be this new development too, which is is up and coming. It, which was that was that done in California? Because it looks very like Arizona and California, the architecture. I, I see. Some I was going to ask you. It did look some like that. Hills and stuff like that. But anyway, so you have them running at the same time. The bitchy sister. What's her name now? Because she's. I call her bitchy sister. Her name is Lucy Wilson. Okay, so at the meantime, a young man from the cable company opens Tom. Tom, which is a cutie. He's a cutie. He comes in and he sees Lucy and realizes that he had. She just graduated. He became like a cable installer, and she was a total bia to him she's like he's like do you remember me my i was on this thing i did this she's like no the cable's over here you're you're late <laughs> but the brother david the brother even in the closet he winces when he says i wrote this down he says i was on the swimming team if you remember and even the brothers is like oh don't don't like, use the brothers listening don't use that yeah. line on my sister she ain't gonna have it hi i'm with cable tv i have an installation order here yeah, you were supposed to be here like three hours ago. Yeah, fine. <laughs> this is all really new around here. I got sort of lost. Wait a minute. Aren't you, uh, don't you go to Central? So, big deal. Yeah, I went there, you know. I graduated last year. Maybe you remember me, Tom Essex? Student council, swim team, almost. <laughs> no, no, I don't remember you. Um. TV's in here. Funny. So you have the trio running, and they end up stealing the the cable van. The trio, though, by the way, did you notice they became more of their original characters from the first one after the zombies? They were almost a little more straight-laced until the zombies came, and that's yeah. when Ed went full-on Frank from part one. Yeah. 
It was Frank. I just want to say, though, David, he offers Tom Matthews' character of Joey to stay along <laughs> a bracelet for his girlfriend. And I'm like, really? She wants this coffin jewelry, I'm sure, from the 18th century. You something to look for the girlfriends. Ooh, there's it's a, there's just funny parts. He's like, Ed, is there something I should know? Because the bodies start coming alive. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like what? And then she blames it. Brenda blames them for what did you do, Joey? What did you do, Ed? Like she's blaming them for the bodies coming. What did you do? So they end up stealing the guy's truck and smashing it and hitting somebody. Then then Brenda's like, you just made him, Joey kill somebody, you schmuck. Oh my god. She starts, she hits Ed because she, but he's already dead. So then, then the neighbor comes out and he's like, you just hit somebody, yes. blah, blah, blah. Stay here. Oh no, the, the not this the neighbor. This is the father the of, guy. this is the, yeah. well, this is the father and the mother of the childhood bully is also in this community. What store. only can be described as these trio running to different houses, different places. They're like, you got to get inside, get your kids, family out of here, man. They're, and they're like screaming and yelling. And then, then the guy stops them. He says, you better stay here the, the cable guy tom says you need to stay here you stole my truck and they they, they hear them zombie he goes to go make a phone call to call the police and you hear the moaning in the back door and they're like stay here and they run and then they run into the house they push the sister who's arguing with the little brother to get back in the house you gotta help us you gotta help us they shut the door they're like they're dead 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 <laughs> And the brother's like feels validated. The little brother's like, I told you, basically. Again, he really sh- steals the show, James Karen. His character, yeah, I agree. He could just make me laugh, just anything he says. Anything he says in this dramatic, ooh, oh God, kind of a, a way. And Joey's like, no more praying. Oh, because he keeps, yeah, he keeps throwing himself down and starts praying the Hail Mary when, when something happens. But just to go back really quickly, when the zombies come out of their grave, there are David, first off, the zombie woman with the glasses. I think that is really funny. She puts the glasses yeah. on so she could see again. She's like, almost like a librarian-esque 50s, 50s wasn't she wearing like a poodle skirt who was wearing a poodle skirt it was very 50 i think she maybe she was at because she had 50s s glasses but also david that one that falls in the hole but the zombies whose hand keeps getting stepped on is my favorite there's the comedy one other thing that i would add to this is different than the other movies you did not get anyone that just got bit on the arm who became a zombie you basically you have your zombies anything that was any zombie that was exposed to trioxin like the like the human the human beings that were exposed like ed and joey inside the mausoleum because gas came in there at some point and the boys that got hit with it and the dead bodies and that thing nobody else gets turned they usually just bite them on the head they eat the brain and the person dies nobody gets up and starts walking again was none okay but when ed gets his finger bit or snapped down from the head zombie did he get even more infected then or is it just no, he was already he, infected he, they, by they were the breathing gas, the, so they were breathing matter. the gases and they were coughing and saying that they weren't feeling well already that no 
Because Brenda, every time she either, like when we talked about earlier, when she punched that goo zombie or when she even took the jaw off one zombie, I did think every time, I'm like, damn, shouldn't she have been infected at this point? But yeah, it's all about the gas. Here comes the rain again, the toxic rain. Oh, the arithmetics. Here comes the rain again. Do you think, though, the score is less rocky this time around? I will give it that. Their first movie had a really killer score. And it was more I of have. a punk, you know, like rock, that I said, kind of s. I put upbeat music. It was there was upbeat music here, just like not in this one. Yeah, yeah, eighties esque. And oh my god! So the funny part again, I'm gonna jump around. When they went to steal the the Tom's van, they the zombies are coming, and 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 they go up to the van. Brenda's like, "Oh, that's stealing!" And then they hear, "Oh," she goes, "Oh, and that's okay." <laughs> <laughs> It's just like a comedy. It's so stupid. <laughs> and then while we're in there, the screwdriver scene is, of course, a favorite always. With the head that Ed had in his bag comes alive in that house. And that's when our Tom has to put it. He puts a screwdriver through this head. And that's when it talks in that southern accent, though. Get that damn screwdriver out of my head. <laughs> Get that damn screwdriver out of my head. So again, these zombies are not your typical. Not only does nothing kill them, really. Well, actually, in this one, electricity kind of stops them. It kills them. It, it shocks them to death. But nothing, fire, bullets, hitting them in the head, nothing has gotten... That's that's the other part of the interesting part about it is that the other zombies' headshots have always been work. I don't feel like the headshots... He hit a, the thing with a crowbar and smacked its head open. It didn't do anything. That one was great in the, uh, because that, that corpse that comes alive, too, that first one in that Muslim, he even looks at his finger that was removed with the ring on it. So these zombies He, he looks are like really the thing, smart. like the shrunken head from Beetlejuice. Yes, he kind of looks like the shrunken head from Beetlejuice. And what do you think about this idea of going to, there's a doctor two doors down, very similar to Ernie from the original movie, which- He has a car. And has a car, exactly. And originally, this actor auditioned to play this character from our original one, but was turned down. Wouldn't this have been amazing to have him back in, a, in this role as well? But I gotta say, the gentleman that plays Doc Mandel, Phil Burns, gives one of those uh, performances. He gives an Ed-esque performance. What do you, would you have rather the original actor to play a similar role who auditioned for it? Or Phil Burns actually does play a really fun, almost in the same vein as James Karen and, and, and Ed and all these characters? I think that the other actor and the it might have been ernie I, it was either brett or ernie which is so funny like the like the sesame street <laughs> characters his role was to me i know i i i enjoyed them separately because the, the role that he played the other actor played in that movie was a serious more serious role yeah, the, zomb the zombies the zombies were much more serious the situation obviously any zombies are serious but they these zombies seem to be so comical that yes Doc Mandel basically is a drunk, an older, probably semi-retired, if not retired doctor who's a drunk. 
who just it fits perfectly in the fold because this is a comedy. When he takes that their tongue out with the the tongue depressor. Yeah, that's a whole nother. <laughs> so some some meaningful parts that I thought some things that I thought were funny when they're running to Doc Mandel's house, the sister kind of gets frozen with fear in the bushes, and the the brother goes, "You want to die?" This is how it goes, "You want to die?" They seem to like brains, so maybe they'll leave you alone. This whole time, there's having sibling rivalry. And even Tom, yes. Tom says, will you guys just cut it out already? This is a serious matter. We're going to die. And you guys are arguing about, well, mom and this and that, especially the sister. Lucy seemed to come off very, I mean, I liked much towards the end. She grew yeah. on me and she, and her, she opened up and changed a little bit. She was kind of a Bia the whole time in the beginning. Listen, I don't know about you. I'm not a woman. I haven't had men hit on me like a woman has men, straight men hit on them. But the guy was like a cute guy that went to school with her and she was a total Bia. There's no reason. Ladies, there's no, no reason he was, to be yeah, he was not sweet. a Bia to men. They're, if you like them, that, that just... Well, did she or did she just kind of kiss? Even their kiss was a little at the end. What kind of was just like, eh, like it's uh, to me, it seemed like she was just thinking, oh, if this is the end of the world, well, at least I got this one lined up because oh I my didn't God. get their chemistry. Yeah. yeah, well, that was because they were about to die. The other thing is when they, they break in, they knock on Doc Mandel's garage door inside is like the garage door to your inside. Yes, the their th- inside is actual. Yeah. Tell them he needs keys. They're like, Doc Mandel, Doc Mandel, we need keys, blah, blah, blah. They're dead. This is, you know, the whole should be thing and he goes and the doc mandel goes to him he goes oh it's you why aren't you playing in traffic (laughs) oh it's you why aren't you out playing in the traffic how'd you get in here well what seems to be the problem where are the keys to your car why are we going somewhere there seem to be hooligans terrorizing the neighborhood no no it's the dead they've come back to life Dead. Dead. Dead what? People, we need your car. Why aren't you playing in traffic? I was like, this. they made it out like this kid was such a menace, going back to Dennis the Menace. But he was the calmest out of everyone. He just wanted to stay home. He, matter of fact, with the bullies earlier, he's just like, oh, that's all right. You could have it. I'll just go home. Like, I don't want to see your clubhouse. I just want to be left alone kind of thing. But that was hysterical. But I will say everyone kind of like just goes along with it very quickly thankfully although at that point the zombies are breaking into the his garage so oh and that's another thing so Doc Mandel's like nobody else drives my car but me Tom pushes him over he sees them breaking through the, the window of the of the side door to get into his actual garage and he sees a guy and he's like um um who are you harvey 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 it's me oh my god harvey he goes he didn't know like he didn't want to cause his death basically i didn't it's not it wasn't my fault harvey we ran at a typo oh my god it's it's um harvey harvey kramer harvey it's me remember me harvey it wasn't my fault we ran out of typo So he sees a dead patient come back to life. And he seems to be rather calm about it. So they break through the garage door. The doctor is flipped out because they're scratching, destroying his his classic car. It is a beautiful car. If if you're into And then there's a zombie. Oh, I love that. The the tail fins and everything on an old car. So, and cherry red was really nice. Cloth. Ed is in the back seat with Brenda and. Joey. Joey. They're all and they're and, still screaming in the back seat. And our little Dennis the Menace. And you see there's a zombie on the roof. 
Well, now at this point, Ed and Joey are starting to show major signs of being ill because they get they rigor mortis again. They're starting to get sick, and they want to take the doctors. They're going to take him to a hospital. So Ed goes out to put his head out the window to throw up. He says, "He's not throwing up in this car. He's not throwing up." The Doc Mandel. There's a zombie on the car. They cut his arm, his hand off by the wrist for because with the glass. The by the way, would that actually yeah. happen? I guess well, if you're maybe like it a was delicate decomposed. zombie, de- de- yeah. decomposed. So. The hand is crawling all over, and they're throwing it and screaming it, throwing and screaming, and then it lands on Doc Mandel's crotch and squeezes his little testes and pee-pee. And that was the comedy, really. Then they throw the hand out, and it gives them the finger. So again, this is part of that comedy aspect of it. So they go to a hospital, and the doctor does an exam on them, right? So the best part is... the last time you had a bowel movement. He's like, so when was the last time you had a bowel movement? So then Brenda goes... After he's examining him, he's, he he puts makes the he makes Joey put his tongue out with the tongue braid. He goes, oh oh oh! He pushes the tongue yeah, back t- in and slaps slaps his mouth. And and Brenda's like, is it cancer? And he goes, if we're lucky. And then Joey goes, cancer. What what is it? What's wrong? Is he gonna be okay? Let's look at the tongue, all right? <laughs> oh my god. What 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 is it? We're going to do a biopsy. Is it cancer? <laughs> If we're lucky. He's like, rigor mortis is setting. And so he goes, there's no pupil dilation. There's no temperature. There's no heartbeat. Would you like to check it yourself? He tells Brenda, because Brenda's pissed at the doctor. You're not a real doctor. You suck and this and that. And he's like, how can he be dead? He's talking. He's like, we'll have to do a biopsy. Did you notice, too, that Ed says he's going to be cremated? Was that homage to the original? Yes. That's, he goes, yeah, he did say that. And then Joey says, because you don't want some creepy old dude cutting you, robbing your grave like you're doing. And that's when he goes, you better keep your mouth shut if you want to keep this job. Or whatever, so. Mimicking again, yeah. Mimicking the original one. This is when I will say, David, I enjoy the first half of this movie so much more than the last half, kind of. Not that it's bad, it's just not as good as the first half for me. Okay, so back to the zombies. That bully kid makes his way all the way to where our heroes end up. And this kid is, I mean, he retains all of his function, really. He's thinking, he knows what's going on. He was not originally dead. He was dosed with the trioxin. He was not, like, he brought was back not de- to the dead. body wasn't, de- wasn't, wasn't degraded the way other bodies have been. So is that what it is? Is that why Joey also is, retains his thing when he's able to r- run after Brenda at that point and function yeah, I think speak? Of, I think eventually he'll slow down and he'll become more like them, if, if, you know. But the whole thing about this thing is that he's also driven by hate. This little evil bully hates the kid because he told, you told, you told, now you die. You what about the fact that how they find out how to kill them, that Tom is so disturbed by the the fact that they're attacking animals in a in a in a pet shop that he slams he's because he was running after a little dog so he hits the zombie the zombie hits an electrical sign and there's water in it and then they realize this is how they can kill zombies brenda at one point ed and joey gets to the national guard and they turn them away they're not allowed to leave this so the, the guards are closing down the city because they know this is spreading again so they're not able to leave no yeah, they should they sh- have them kill them and so here's the best part like so then you have all these little sub things going on so you have brenda joey and ed steal the car and leave the doctor and the other the other members of our, our cast here stuck at the hospital they they end up going into an ambulance they go to the um, Lucy's grandparents' house and they get guns. And there's another 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 funny part when Lucy's like, 
what does she say? They're gross. They're this, and they're not touching me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did like that that line. You do know how to pull a trigger, don't you? Sure. Do you? She's junior class champion for the whole state. Look, those things out there—they're ugly and they're dirty and they're dumb. And I don't even care if they are dead. I hate them. There's no way they're touching me. And she seemed to know her way around a firearm, which was Well, the guy, the kid said, the brother then goes to Tom because he's like, you know how to shoot a gun? You know, trying to be all, like, trying to be macho in his own, like, ridiculous macho way. And he's like, uh, she's like the state champion. I like that little. Which totally gave me vibes from Night of the Comet. I agree. And I was getting Hector vibes from this gentleman, too, because he was uh, this really nice guy who the lead was kind of flirtatiously bantering with. So, yes. I agree. But Brenda also leaves Ed just out there and he starts to eat people. They come across two military people. He ends up, the, the zombies are coming. He ends up eating the one of the military guys. And she's like, Ed, take it easy, Ed. Um, I'll be back for you, Ed. Yeah, yeah. bye. But they end up at a... A church. Now, this is, again, very similar to the original chapel in Return of the Living Dead. Now, again, is it homage or did it just turn out to be that way? But Brenda runs from a now Fully spicy. Zombified. Yeah, Craven. Joey, <laughs> so and he starts spicy. yelling, no, Brenda, don't let them have your brain. I'm <laughs> the one that you love. Brenda. <laughs> I mean, she runs in there, but she lets him do it, David. She's like, ew, oh. I'm not into dead. I'm not into dead guys. Brenda, let me have them. I'm the one who loves you. Smells so good, so so rich and spicy. Spicy? Yeah. Joey, I am not into dead guys. Honey, it's only me. He's like, your brain, it smells so good, so spicy. And she's like, spicy! And she basically says, well, you can take a little bit uh, or whatever. And so he bites her. He's like, don't worry. It's just me, baby. Oh, it's between that and the mother that gets bitten on the skull, too. It kind of, it's, it's, it's horrifying because it doesn't line up with Brenda. You'll notice you don't hear her screams on the, on the screen. But afterwards, it kind of pans out and you hear her going, ah. So there she goes. Fleeing in a stolen ambulance, the survivors come back to a roadblock and the National Guard mistakenly opens fires on them, thinking they are zombies, realizing that the whole town had been evacuated. When did they evacuate all these people? And when did the grandparents not call exactly. Lucy on the phone? Exactly. I thought the same thing. I've said the grandparents, okay, they're dead, but no, there's no You know no what, though? That town. community, that community there is supposed to be so far outside of town where that old oh, cemetery is. Oh, so the, the time they got there. there, everyone was already, everyone was already Shuffled evacuated. out. It was like they were evacuating the main city and the town or whatever, and they were far out. Like, that was a new development that was far away from other communities, I guess. And that's where the cemetery was, so that's where the zombies come. So they were trying to cut off. Yes. 
I wish it was a similar uh, cemetery to the original one, but this actually does give you nice ambiance. I will say that there's a part with the sky looks really like a dusk set. Really cool scenery, I will say. So Tom thinks of a new strategy to give the zombies what they want. He drives them to a meat packing plant. They take a truck and distribute brains out of the back as they drive to a power plant, intending to electrocute them all. Billy opens the gate and zombies corner them into the truck. Jesse is attacked by Billy and stabs him with a screwdriver and activates the power, killing all the zombies. Billy walks in holding the screwdriver and Jesse pushes his tormentor into a large transformer that falls through the roof. Glover and his men arrive to contain the scene and lead the others away. So we do get a lot of people's famous, for them, scene is the Michael Jackson thriller zombie in this electrocution scene. The scene that everyone remembers. Because I guess it's the biggest thing from that 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 time frame, Michael Jackson's Thriller, plus the ghost and the whole thing with the song Thriller with Vincent Price, which which we know that I happen to like. Yes, yes, that you have done on this very show. Yes, I have. The other thing which was funny is Doc Mandel's like, fresh brains, fresh brains, get them while they're whatever, cold, get them, eat them, oh, brains. And he's like, keep them coming, keep them coming, kid. He really, I do like this character, and I do like that they, he survives. They get away. So this foursome actually survives this movie. So again, this is less of a horrific movie than the original one, because you have people surviving. Like David said, it's more comical. Even the makeup maybe isn't as horrific. The sad part is they did get a bigger budget with this movie, so... The other thing I wanted to say is, now this is a good question. Do you think the fact that when Billy, was it Billy? Who's the kid? Yeah, Billy, the bully. Oh, Jesse, Jesse. So the point that Jesse calls the military, he gets cut off. Did that or did that not save them from being blown up through another rocket? Because they they did not know where he was. Oh my God, that is so smart. Yes, yes, I think so. Because we know that the military is waiting for this to happen. So they were, instead of blowing them up with a with a nuke or some kind of a bomb, our last survivors were able to electrocute them. And then at the very end, you see Miss Head, the southern head lady. And they got like, there oh, somehow. Oh, fellas. Fellas. Okay, fellas, don't hit a girl <laughs> yeah. when she's down. Oh, and he burns her. And then she goes, no brains. I like that she ended up there in that scene. So I I really like this positive take on this movie because it it does evidently get a lot of dislike online. I was surprised, honestly, because I knew about part three. Most people want a zombie movie to end tragically, it seems like. I'm happy you and I have seen between the both of us dozens upon dozens upon dozens upon dozens of of zombie movies. It's nice to see something like Warm Bodies, where he actually... Even though it's ridiculously, like you talk about the whole possibility of people becoming zombies, them reverting back and and re- regenerating their their bodies again is even more far fetched, I guess. But yeah, it's it, I don't know. If it makes it gives me joy. I like the fact that it was a comedy. I like the fact that the zombies weren't super powerful, cold blood killing machines like the Uber zombies and. So I enjoyed it. I don't care what anybody says. Even that scene with Doc when he asked what, what who's the president was, because he, he was thinking that that was a zombie. <laughs> I think he said thing. it's Truman, too. He said, uh, Truman. Hello? Hello? Can you tell us where to go? 
come to the hospital. Show me right there! Ah, uh, pardon me, but could you tell me who the President of the United States is? Harry Truman. Who's Harry Truman? But here's the thing. That also was in the other movie where the guy said, send more paramedics. Yep. Yep. The zombie. Yep. So all in all, I thought this was a really fun movie. I would watch it again. In fact, I will watch it again. Yeah, part two, I I, I, I do still enjoy it. I will, like, again, I, I said the only fault I'll have with it is the ending. Maybe I would want it to be a little more exciting. But you know what? The heroes didn't die, like David said, so I am okay with that. I do want people to survive. Someone's got to survive. Do you think Lucy and Tom ended up together? I think, like I was saying earlier, only by association. Because if she thought that this was going to be the end, oh, oh, this is the last man on Earth that might want to be with me. She said, she told him, I, I lied, I do remember you. Or I did remember you. I think she did. I think she did too. But yeah, she had, she just was playing that role of, I'm the older sister. Like this tough older sister kind of, just to be an antagonist to the brother, basically, in a way. Or whatever it was, Tom, you should have called me. Oh, <laughs> you could have did my cable. <laughs> and you could have brought Joey over too with you before he became a zombie. He was kind of cute. I like, and you know what? He even had that red on again that mimicked his red in the original movie as well. So there's a lot of callback. I like doing sequels and getting to compare movies like this. So now that we've done part one and part two of Return of the Living Dead, maybe one day we'll get to part three. That's definitely another another take on everything. Is that would you say that's when it really jumped the shark? I say, I mean I think that's when they really thought they were gonna make some kind of Romero Day of the Dead kind of movie by then, but I'd rather it should have stuck with the comedy, honestly, because that's what it was supposed to be, I think. That movie's dead serious. Other than the trioxin and stuff, I mean, the, all the movies could have really can stand alone. Stood alone, the, yeah. yeah like they don't have stand to be, alone. They don't have to be part of anything. Horror movie fans are a very funny group of people sometimes because sometimes they really, really want the super continuity, and they they'll they'll nitpick every little detail, which we've done ourselves. Yeah, or definitely. they're like, "Why did you bother doing that?" Like, you know, like even the beginning of this movie, they, they there's a voiceover that's like in the seven in 1970 or 50, whatever, whatever it says. There was an experiment by the U.S. government that basically explains the whole thing. You don't need to know about the previous one. No, not at all. That's right. If you didn't see the original one, you didn't. No, you don't really need to. It's a, it's a zombie movie, and it done. It does start beginning from the beginning again. So. Well, Radical Ones, another week, another zombie movie down as we continue the Summer of the Dead. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you hear? Y'all come back now. No more brains for now. So please don't, uh, please don't put a screwdriver in our head until, until the end of the summer. Because you can always reach David at Universal Appeal 2020, all one word. And the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast, all one word, both on Instagram. We're also on YouTube. And if you'd like to leave us a comment, a review, or just say hello, we would love to hear from you. There is a voicemail feature on Anchor FM. And you can always leave a review where we will speak your name, we will thank you, we'll make a post, and we'll read your review on the episode. Thank you again for joining us. David, of course, will be back for more zombie action 
as the weeks come. And uh, yeah, so parting parting advice for everyone, David? Mm, when it comes to zombies, I don't know. I'd have to say is everything's a weapon. Remember, everything's a weapon, people. And <laughs> if, if, if they're turning green... They're gonna get mean. Yeah. Walk away. Lock your younger brother up with a jump rope in their room. And when, when it comes to The Walking Dead, love ain't got nothing to do with it, girl. Keep your brain for another man. Tina. Oh, not even Tina. Brenda. <laughs> bye bye. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.